Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And we're going back to Texas this week. Yeehaw. Yeah. Well, Heather Kylan, recruiter for Atlas, brought us a, a number of Texas beers last time she was here. Uh, and this one, I wasn't real excited about it because there's, there's nothing super special. It's just a Pilsner. Yeah. But uh, Southern Star Brewing Company, Spring Pills, uh, is, is the beer this week. And I say I wasn't excited just because... Just in general, it's a Pilsner, and I thought, well, well how, yeah. how, how great could this really be? Then I started doing my research. Oh, boy. And I want to go to Conroe, Texas, and visit this brewery now. Wow. This I, is this is just always how it goes. Always. I'm excited because it's a kind of back-to-the-basics sort of beer style, so yep. um, this isn't something I normally would be into. But I'll tell you what, this is like a, a kind of a growing movement in craft is now like Pilsners. Like people are coming back around. To them, which is so strange. But. You know, that's something that I had a conversation with Bobby Cross a while back. And, right. you know, he said, if, you know, brewers, some guys can brew anything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, whatever. Yeah. And, but it takes some serious skill to make a clean Pilsner. There, you cannot have any mistakes. Right. There's no hiding, you know, you're not adding, dumping raspberry puree on top of it or that's whatever. That's exactly like, what I was if just If you thinking. don't do it right, you're, everybody will know. Yep. So that yeah, it's probably one of the toughest things to do. So, so let's get into this thing. Southern Star Brewing Company Spring Pills. It's not quite spring anymore, but uh, I, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, sp- spring and summer. So yeah, close that. Around here, I mean, last night I had the air conditioner on at my house because it was like eighty-two in the house. Yeah. And then this morning when I woke up, it was like forty-nine degrees outside. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows where we're at? I'm gonna try to mow tonight. I think it's I am be, too. In the 70s, should yeah, be nice. Should be great. Should be great. So first thing I notice is a little bubbly, a little bit. You can totally see through it. Absolutely see through it. It's but it's not super light. It's not like bush light light. Bush light light. No, it is not. It's yeah. not like that. No, no, not at all. But, I'm gonna smell it here. Yeah. Yeah, that smells like a pilsner. It, it smells like a beer. Like I would think. This is this has that smell, like when I smelled my dad's beer for the first time. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what this sm- this smells yeah. like. This this has the definite beer smell. Yeah, it has that. So. It smells like uh, grain, which is what you want. There's nothing wrong with it. Cool, clean. Let's give it a shot. Not bitter. That's hmm. You can drink a lot of those. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is great for. Being hot, it was hot outside. Oh, mm, yeah, mowing the lawn, beer afterwards. Wow, yeah, yeah, I like that. What's the what's the ABV on it's this? It's like five thing? five, I think I saw five five three. Yeah, huh? Right. Not bad. So just a little, little bit more than a regular, whatever domestic mm-hmm. that you might have in your in your garage fridge. But a little more of that, a lot more flavor. Yeah. So. Uh, hit, hit me with the reason you want to go. Yeah. I'm excited. This, uh, of course, I just, I just fell in love with the story and the dude and and the mm-hmm. place and the, all over. I mean, just good business story. Kind of mirrors mine, maybe a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, where he he graduated from college, I didn't. But oh, uh, did he teach yo-yo to kids? He he might have. I don't okay. know. I don't we'll know. We'll see. We'll I, see. One of these days, I'm going to get you to yo-yo for real. How's that? <laughs> maybe. Uh, Dave. Oh gosh. Fogeron, Fogeron. Sorry, Dave. Fogeron. Fogeron. Whatever. We'll with that. There we go. Uh, started home brewing in 1994 while he was at Texas A&M. Uh, graduated in '97 and took a job at St. Arnold Brewing Company and thought, "This is going to be freaking awesome." Yeah. Like this is my life or whatever. And then 
once uh, he was he was brewing there, I believe he moved all the way up to head brewmaster there, and uh, started wanting to do things on his own. Mm-hmm. And since he was home brewing, he thought, well, I could try this or whatever, but it was their brewery, not his. Right. Yeah. So he would call his dad and tell his dad about it. His dad's like, why don't you start your own? He's like, I don't know how to do that. I, there's no way I'm going to do that. Yeah. Right? So he didn't have, it was kind of that self-confidence thing, kind of like what I struggled with. Like, I always thought I wanted to do this on my own, and then, you know, I, but then you never think you could. Right. And then, so he started to brew some of his stuff on his own and then go to competitions and, and whatever. Well, conflict of interest, and they fired him. Hmm. So he called his dad, and he's like, hey, bad news, I got fired. And his dad's like, bad news, what the hell? That's great news. We're going to do our own thing now. Wow. Let's go. And he's like, okay, fine, let's do it. Hmm. And so in, uh, let's see, when was it? 2007, he started Southern Star Brewing Company, um, and his dad was there to help him along the way. Helped cut the pipes and do everything to you know to build that first brew house. Wow, that's um, cool. I noticed I was reading through, they had like some employee profiles on their mm-hmm. website, and a couple of them came from that other brewery you were talking about. From St. Arnold. Arnold, yeah. Maybe it was one of those Jerry Maguire who's coming, coming with me moments, yeah. you know? And maybe somebody actually came. The goldfish and yeah. and, uh, and what's her name? Renee Zellweger. And, well, she go. showed up. Yeah. Cool. You had me at hello. Uh, Southern Star Brewing, 3525 North Fraser Street in Conroe, Texas. I thought this was interesting. Um, they were the first craft brewery to can beer in Texas. You know how I knew that? How? It says so right on the can. On the can. First to can craft. Damn proud of that. I get. Well, I would be. Yeah. That's that's cool. It's like that first brewery in Wyoming. Yeah. You know yeah. what we talked about last time. So open uh, Monday through Wednesday. They're closed for, for private events. Uh, Thursday and Friday, four to ten. Saturday noon to ten. Sunday noon to six. And this place that they they moved into this brewery. This this. 13 and a half acre kind of footprint in 2016 uh, went from a 15 barrel brew house to a 60 barrel brew house. It's it's a beast. This thing is huge. My math says that's four times as much. That is, I believe that is correct. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's pretty good growth. Uh, they have like outdoor events all weekend, very dog and kid friendly. Um, they have like a, a farmer's market. They built a full time stage outside. So on oh, Fridays, cool. they have bands come in um thursdays are trivia nights there in the in the tap house itself and so it just looks like it reminds me a lot of avery if you've ever been to avery mm-hmm. in colorado yeah. um, about the same size about the same kind of feel that outdoor field dogs kids yeah playing bags i think what i like about a lot of these breweries and a lot of stories that we hear um is it's kind of small town e right so yeah. it's like the cultural center of the town yep you know, like everything's happening here. Yeah. And that's kind of like I was seeing on their website. I read about they're having a barbecue competition there. Sweet. And they're using the Kansas City Barbecue Society rules, oh. which they made a big deal about. Yeah. And uh, you've got to do ribs, pork butt, shoulder, chicken, and brisket. So you got to do this. It's a fundraiser. You put in your money, and then it goes to, I said it was like a food bank or something like that. Sweet. Then they have like trivia night I saw. They had mm-hmm. karaoke stuff. They had... Uh, Oh, what was the other thing? There was one other big event that I saw, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, a car show. They have a sponsored car show. Sweet. So it's just like the, everything around there. Um, Conroe proper is pretty small. Yeah, how big is Conroe? Do you know? Well, I found out. Okay. Um, it's close. To, it's about 30 miles north of Houston is where we're talking in mm-hmm. Texas. Okay. The town itself um, in, let's see, started out in like the 90s, I think, okay. around 56,000. 
And then six years later, it was 86,000. Yeah. It was one of the fastest growing cities in the United States. Um, and uh, it's hanging hanging close to around there. But the uh, Commonwealth proper mm-hmm. is like 250,000 people. So some other suburbs of Houston oh. and stuff. Um, so it's it's decent size, but not huge by any means. Was Houston the catalyst for its growth then? Is that why? Is I think what it really was, um, back in the day, it grew quite a bit because of oil and lumber. They're right on the edge of a big like uh, pine forest down there. Okay. Uh, and I, the kind of tree, I wanted to write it down because it's fun to say, loblolly. Lob, what? Loblolly pine trees. Loblolly. Loblolly. That's the kind of trees that they, they cut down there. And uh, in the 30s, 1930s, there were more millionaires per capita in Conroe, Texas, than anywhere else in the United States. Isn't that weird? How is that? Just because of oil, oil and lumber. Oh. They're like oil and lumber barons for a little bit. That's and, interesting. Yeah, in the middle of the Depression. That's where it was. Huh. Uh, let's see. The other thing, now, I was like, well, who's working? Where are they working? What's? I've never really heard of Conroe, Texas. Right. And it's like 7,200 people work for the school district. Uh, the county has like 2,000. Uh, there's a hospital, Conroe Regional Medical Center. Mm-hmm. Which we have staffed a lot of nurses there. Really? Yep. Well, there's 1,200 people working there. Yep. And then the bottom three, uh, there's an auto dealership. Lowe's and a Walmart make up the rest of it, 300 people. So still uh-huh. small stats. Yeah. But, I mean, it does have that, from what I could tell, it's kind of a small town. Kind of a big small town yeah. kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. I suppose if you don't want to live necessarily in Houston. But right. But you want to be close to some stuff. Yeah. Then Conroe would be the place. Uh, um, let's see. So I was, I was kind of uh, previewing this. I led up to it in an email today. I was like, oh, man, this is... I was excited for this. Yeah. I am stoked <laughs> for this. All right. Because I was like, what is, I was like, what's the angle? I looked at all the, some of my normal jumping off points, like famous people. And there was like some unknown baseball players and okay. BMX riders. And I was like, well, I don't know. Whatever. It's kind of boring. Yeah. So I started looking at the beer names on here, right? Yes. And so the first one that pops up, I am brute. I'm. <laughs> Had a can with a mixtape on it. It says, I am Brute. I am Brute. Brute IPA. I was like, okay, cool. Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that. Heather, if you are listening to this, I'm going to need that. We're going to need that. Can you can you send that to us? Please? I am Brute. I am Brute. Yeah. Not only is that, uh, no secret, my favorite style of IPA right now. I do enjoy me some uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. And it has that great, like, aqua blue, pink, green, neon green yeah, color nice. scheme. That oh, looks pretty cool. Sweet. They have a pumpkin beer called the Cygord. It was like a it was like a robot with a pumpkin. <laughs> yes. Um, Subatomica was a juicy IPA. They had a bunch of different IPAs on. Huh. This is where it got me, and this is where I jumped off the diving board. Yes. It's like someone just, I just needed that little push. As if I am brute is not enough. I mean, that was great. <laughs> okay. But then I thought for conversation. Yeah. Especially if we're sitting in a tap room or something like that. Conspiracy theory, West Coast IPA. Oh. I love conspiracy this. theories. Uh, I was like, I let's it. get into it. Let's yes. get dirty. Mm. So, I love it. What I did, I did a little research. Okay. About some common um, ones, some of the biggest ones around. Yep. I stayed out of politics. I didn't want to have a fight. So, no JFK? Well, it's not. I mean, that's not. Okay. Not exactly. That's okay. that's a long time ago. Gotcha. Current politics. Cur- okay, okay. Uh, and then I just wrote down a whole bunch of them. And okay. I'm just going to drop them out here. You tell me what you know, what you Sweet. don't know. Uh, maybe we can hear from 
our other person. You want to introduce who we got today? Yeah, in the so, room? Uh, so Dolan is not here. Dolan's uh, off doing a side visit. So Sammy's with us today. Running, That's right. Running the uh, the Zoom for us. I don't think, did your mic work? It doesn't. It, doesn't. it does not work. <laughs> See, no. Dolan sabotaged it. He did. I know he did. I, that that's bastard. just how he is. He wants to be the producer guy. He doesn't want anybody else I know. to get he's, the glory. He's afraid of the shine. Someone's going to have the shine. Mm, yep. So what we got, oh, and also Conroe is named after a Union soldier. That was the guy. He founded a sawmill back in 1881. A Union soldier? Yeah. Okay. Cavalry soldier. Okay. Okay. Came on down, set up the town. That's mm. who it's named after. All right. All right. So I wanted to write down, and I think I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. What exactly a conspiracy theory is or what it means. Okay. And I want to just talk about it in general because to me, I'm going to put like a disclaimer. Yep. These are my opinions. These sure. do not reflect Atlas in any sort of way, right? Absolutely. At least 50% of people in the United States believe in at least one conspiracy theory a year. I think that stat's way low. I, really? I, oh, man. It just makes me so sad. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I just, I don't understand if it's escapism. Yeah. If it's, I feel like I like to be contrarian on purpose. A lot of times mm-hmm. I will take the opposite stance just to like rile people up. I get that. Sure. But I'm also intelligent enough to be like, well, I can't actually believe in this. I can't actually think the earth is flat. Oh, the flat earthers. And I didn't yeah. even put that on the list. Oh my god, Because that's just bogus. Dude, I found, oh, oh, I, I don't even want to get, this is yeah. such a tangent. So a dude that was like super popular in school. Okay. Uh, and when I was in high school, a couple years older than me, like super popular. Mm-hmm. Turns out like he's a flat earther. Yeah. And he's all over Facebook with it now. I'm like, man, you're, for I mean, real? Really? You want to name drop him or no? You're nah, good. Okay. Nah, he doesn't listen to this. His name's Chad Preston. <laughs> And here's the thing, Chad, brother, I don't know. It's it's round, bro. It's round. We've been to space. We Here, proved it. Oh, gosh. Didn't or, you post a thing the other day where, like, if, if, the, if the Earth was flat, then cats would have knocked everything off the yeah, Earth already? Yeah, that's already what happened. Because cats are assholes and they, they knock stuff off to the do table. That, man. Yeah, so. They see an edge. They're going to push it. Yep. Uh, conspiracy theory. An explanation that makes reference to hidden, malevolent forces seeking to advance some nefarious claim. Ooh. So that's what it is. A conspiracy theory, it's not alternative whatever. It's basically you believe somebody is is a puppet master and these events are happening because somebody or some group caused them Mm -hmm. to happen. That's what they come down to. Because Cancer Man is running the the black op black government and and Mulder and Scully have to figure it out. Well, you're not far you're not far (laughs) off. There's actually one like that in here. So um, some of the other things I was reading an article about it because one came out um, in May twenty ninth. And I was reading of it this today. Year. Yeah. So okay. it was like just talking about why they're prevalent nowadays and the and the culture of people and stuff. Yep. Um, and they said they don't have to be untrue. They just need to contradict the usual accepted version of events. <laughs> so it doesn't even, it doesn't have to be that. And then um, people just want to have their beliefs validated. Sure. And if, if one of these, if one of your beliefs ever, because some of them were like, Oh, now with science and stuff, we can actually prove why these things happen, you know? Sure, right. And that makes people feel good. So they, they like, want to be on that like with, as well. With science, we've proven that the Earth is round. Well, if you believe that. And that's the crazy part. And that's that. that's what I was just... Some of these I was reading, and okay. I was like, what? All right. And the other thing about these, it's a uh, researcher was saying, they're basically mental shortcuts people take. So they don't want to mm. read all the research and do all the stuff. Uh-huh. They just want to be like, oh, I connected this dot to this dot. There's a pattern here. Yep. And this is why this happens. And that's really what it is. It's just short okay. thinking. Mm. People don't like to think anymore. So the first one, Illuminati. 
Mm. Jay-Z, man, he's in it, right? That's what I heard. The What was the line from uh, from uh, So I Married an Ex-Murderer? Remember the... Uh, it was the colonel and and the pope and the uh, like KFC colonel the KFC colonel okay yeah I buy that did you ever, you never watch so I married uh, Max Murray? Want, not since like nineteen eighty nine when it came out such a good movie yeah. Heed Pence that, it was like the first you know. time he used the fat bastard voice yes yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, which became Shrek later on mm-hmm. um, moon landing hey man we never landed on the moon oh for crying out loud it was staged it was, oh, you know who it was staged by. Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> That's what people, some people, some people believe that. Really? Yeah. We never went. And all that stuff was was um, filmed by Stanley Kubrick because he was doing 2001 Space Odyssey. And he people have proven this to be true because of what he did in The Shining. There's all these tells in The Shining that show he... Fake the moon landing, and there's a documentary on it called Room Two Thirty Seven. No, I've watched it. What? You know where they basically are coming up with this? Okay. Um, the kid's name Danny. Danny. In one scene, he's wearing a sweater that has a, a space shuttle on it that says USA. Okay. And that's where they're like, "Oh, see, there it is. He faked the moon landing. Totally. So that's one. I was like, what? I mean, this one. I didn't even want to write it down. I was just like, <laughs> no one believes this. If you do, you are." You're seriously, I don't know. I don't even want to, these make me so angry. Okay. Lizard people, reptilians. Like visitors, like V, remember the old TV show? Yes, like that. No. They are here. And they are not only here, they're in the top level of our government, Rich. (laughs) They are in our, they're senators, our representatives, maybe the president. We don't know. But they're alien reptilian people and they are here and they're controlling Things on purpose to move their agenda forward. And they're going to harvest us like food eventually. Yeah. For food. Why they don't just kill us all, I don't know. Right. Uh, But yeah, that's something actual people believe. Oh my gosh. And then you talked about a couple of these. JFK, Mm -hmm. you know, multiple shooter. That one's at least interesting. Okay, so uh, I kind of believe that one. Multiple shooters? I believe in, I believe the the shooter would, it was not Lee Harvey Oswald. A hundred percent. Wow. I actually, in high school... Wrote. I had a speech about it in uh, in forensics class. Forensics, like the competitive acting, talking. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, went to went to state and nationals with my JFK conspiracy theory. Wow. All driven by all. Uh, uh, what's his What's his name? Oliver Stone and the that movie. movie yeah. And, that was yeah. a good movie. It was such a good movie. It was so good. Wow. I. But I do. I do believe in that. I do. Now, who did it? I don't know. Why hmm. they did it? I don't know. People say it was. The FBI, people say it was the mob, mm-hmm. people say it was all sorts of things. The Cubans. Castro, yeah. Fidel Castro was right. behind it. Yeah. I don't know. That one's at least interesting because there's some footage and some other stuff and some eyewitness testimony, but... There's too much weirdness around it. Like Maybe he just got lucky with his shot. That, Have you read the Stephen King book about it? No. No. Oh, so good. Is or it the good? TV show. Uh, no. James Franco. Mm-mm. It's pretty good. I mean, it just it just comes down to... He's using the shittiest rifle he possibly could from too far away. The tree was in the way. There's no, there's just no way. The magic bullet, man. There's, and then the bullet came, it had <laughs> entry wounds. We understand science. science. I mean, entry wounds. It didn't come, if, if, the entry, if you come through the front of your head, the entry wound's in the back and it's much larger. Mm-hmm. Not vice versa. Anyway, yeah. so there you go. That's See? Conspiracy theories. I don't, I don't so there's one for you. Check okay. it. Click. Uh, Martin Luther King also, around the same time. 
They believed no. it was a hit. Not just a one racist guy, but it was like the FBI mm. and uh, a couple other, couple other groups. Uh. Um, the FDA can and has cured cancer. They know how to do it. The Food and Drug Ministry. All Sammy's all over this. All of a sudden, Sammy's. But really? they, they choose not to. The Food and Drug Administration mm-hmm. has cured cancer. Yeah, but they won't release that cure because it's, it would kill all these businesses and all the pharmaceutical companies, and they're oh. paying all this money to keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I don't it. know that I believe that, sure. but if that, if that came out to be true, I would, yep. I would be like, let me, see, let me show you my shock face. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would be about where that there you goes. Go. Mm-hmm. Chemtrails. Oh, man. Chemicals oh, in the sky boy. coming from the airplanes. Yep, yep. Or are they just contrails, just vapor in the air and the atmosphere? It's just it's just vapor. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. Area 51. Uh, 100%. I mean, I watched the X-Files. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's a documentary, <laughs> basically. Totally. Mulder and Scully are real. The government secrets, man. Yeah. They, did they crash an, a UFO? Did they take that into the, into the, the base? Did they get the technology? Mm. Have they made interstellar vehicles and, and travel here's possible? The, here's the thing. Like, too many... We were kind of stagnant in our uh, development, like, like technology development for mm-hmm. a while. And then Area 51 happened, and then all of a sudden we had fiber optic technology. So mm. you figure that... I, I, I don't know. I, don't I can't. Know. I can't hardly run a modem, so mm-hmm. I can't figure out fiber go. technology. I, I would buy into Area Fifty One. Here's one that I threw in because I'm kind of a book nerd and I like this story. Okay. Uh, they say Truman Capote, not Harper Lee, wrote *To Kill a Mockingbird*. They were childhood friends from Alabama. He wrote a bunch of stuff that was very popular and famous, and she wrote only one other book in her lifetime. Really? That's what they say. Huh. And then they did. There was a. There is a sequel. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. That has her name on it, and that was published. Mm -hmm. And then after she died, her family was like, we never wanted that published. She didn't want it published. Um, Somebody took advantage of her, like, dementia state and got her to agree to release that book. Really? Yeah. I have it. I've never read it. Because once I found that out, once I read that, that they didn't like it, I was like, "Mm, no. What what was it called? I don't know. I can't even remember. I have it as a hardback. It's on Hmm. the bookshelf at home. Interesting. That was was probably my favorite book of all time. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is an interesting one. This is one we haven't heard of, but it's it's weird how people's minds work. Okay. There was a kid in the, I think it was the late 80s or early 80s. It must have been early 80s. Johnny Gosh. Gosh. And, yeah, his name was G-O-S-C-H, and he okay. was 12 years old. He was kidnapped in Des Moines. Okay. And his picture, he was one of the first kids to be on the milk carton. Was okay. missing. This sounds familiar. And, uh, yeah, it was in Des Moines, mm-hmm. and they never found him. Mm-hmm. And there's all these theories about what happened to him. Was he kidnapped? And was he part of that? Because there was such a thing in Nebraska. There was like a child sex ring happening in the 80s. Oh. And that was like a real thing. Like some major business, prominent businessmen were arrested for it. Whoa. And it actually shows up in uh, True, True Detective Season 3 that just came out on HBO this year. Oh. They talk about that case uh, just a little bit in that show. Interesting. Um his mom, this kid's mom, later on in life, like in the 2000s, says, he came to my house with his captor, showed up and said, hey, I'm okay, mom, but I can't stay here. I got to go. What? And and left. And the mom's just like, okay, see you later. And she's like, oh, don't leave, blah, oh. blah, blah. And they could never prove any of that. So they never showed up. Where, oh, and then also it said he ended up being, uh, there was somebody that worked in the like the White House, like the press secretary or something that looked kind of like him. And they're like, that was him. That was 
That's him. Johnny Golly. Johnny Gosh. Johnny Gosh. Um, this one was crazy. Mattress Firm. Ma- the company? Yes. How come there's so many of them around? Why are, why are there so many mattress companies? Why, you only buy a mattress every 10 years. Why are there so many of these businesses? And why is it in Chicago there was like 50 of these locations, within some of them within a half a mile of each other? Mm. Mattress Firm. What you doing? Guess what they're doing? Laundering. Allegedly, laundering money. Okay, they're laundering money, Rich. In for what? In the mattresses? I don't even think there was mattresses. I think it was just a storefront <laughs> set up. To, Look to launder money. Anything's possible in Chicago. Anything's possible. But that's across the country. But that was just the example I saw. Well, I mean, they're fixing elections. They're you know, dead people are voting. Dead people can vote. Right. Well, so. that was you know, to be fair, like ten years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It's been happening <laughs> no. for a while. Oh, it's been going on for a long time. Yeah. Lot, lots and lots of dead people have voted there. This the one days. is scientifically true, but yet it's it's not, if that makes any sense. I'll, okay. I'll tease it. Here it is. There's a, there's a huge volcano underneath Yellowstone. Okay. I mean, that's why there's hot springs. That's why there's uh, geysers. That's why that's happening. The old, last time it... Old ex- faithful. Yeah. That's the yeah. last time it, uh, this volcano erupted was 630,000 years ago. Oh, okay. If you believe the Earth's that old. Well. Um, I'm t- yeah, that was Where's... facetious <laughs> me. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that makes it a conspiracy theory. Okay. There's people out there that believe the government and the scientists, the people that study earthquakes and volcanoes, know when it's going to erupt, and they're just not telling us. How do they know? Because they're scientists, man. We can't, we can't understand the scientist's brain. We just know that they know what it's going to explode. So we're at, kill us all, but they don't care. So if all of a sudden they leave, yeah, then we know. Well, that's it. They said it, this, this volcano is so big that if it does explode, it would take out the entire like continent, basically. Oh, okay. So it's a end of times situation. So go see Yellowstone now before it gets blown up. Maybe. Yes, do that. Mm-hmm. You might be, you'll be, you'll be impressed. Yellowstone's beautiful. Okay, be a great last thing to see. Yeah. Well, um, here's one that I thought was, I was like, there's no way this is real, and then I found out it is real, <laughs> to an extent. There is a room behind Abraham Lincoln's head in South Dakota. No, no. Up no. in uh, what do you call it? In, Mount Rushmore. In the big heads. There is. It's no, real. No. It's real. It's 100% legit. There is a big room carved in the back of his head. And the reason it was there, the reason there's a room, and it is true. Okay. This part is true. It's okay. been verified by actual sources, like people the U.S. Gone, government. People have gone in there. The, yes. Okay. There's photos online. Okay. The guy that designed it, I can't remember what his name is. Warglum? Yes. Yep. He wanted this to be a depository of famous documents. Like, this was going to be the place where we kept... No joke. The Declaration of Independence. This is the, the Constitution. Wait, this is a Nicolas Cage movie. Right. This is where the idea came from. This is where the, those little kernels of truth were, were planted. Where he sticks his hand between the rocks and then he opens he the secret there. door yeah. or whatever. There's no secret door. The door is huge. But there's no way you can open it because it's like in granite and it weighs like 15 tons. Like you're not getting in. Okay. And also it's guarded. Um, sure. But it's huge. But what he wanted was to have actual copies of these documents in there, and it was going to be called like the the League of or the Hall of Information or the Hall of whatever, and it was going to have like the government stuff, all these documents and stuff. This these were going to be housed here. Okay. And he was going to have a big gold eagle, thirty foot, uh, thirty eight feet across, was supposed to be in there, and it was going to be these big descending stairs. Kind of like a mason sort of situation. Sure. It's kind of what it sounded like to me when I was reading about it. Yeah. 
but he died before mm-hmm. it could be done. Yeah. Well, somewhere along the line, they did put those documents in there, copies of those documents, but they're on like they're carved in granite slabs. Okay. And they're just like on the walls. So those documents are in there. They're not paper documents. They're not copies or the real thing. Sure. But the information is there, and it's stored in there. And and I've seen pictures online, actually, like from the government website, okay. photos, like not someone's, you know, yeah. camera phone. Like someone's with an iPhone sneaking in there or whatever. And it's just documented, and, and uh, but it's all, like, carved out. So it's not elaborate or intricate or it's not even decorated or anything like that. It's just wow. some stuff on the wall, and uh, there's a box that has a little story about him, the guy that built the thing or sure. designed it and his life story and a couple other things. And it's just in this room. I had no idea. More of a, like a present to him basically of like, okay, this is, we're trying to fulfill your vision for this thing. Sure. And we're not putting the actual documents right. here, but yeah. Right. Good luck on that. But that one, I was like, what? No but you way. can't, but you can't go in there. No, you cannot go in. You can't get up there. Hmm. You can't go up on the, you can hike all around in there. Well, but I don't you think can't... you can get up on the back of the face of the mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln. True. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, Nick Cage who, did. Who lives up there? Who who lives? Uh, Kristen Begaman. We'll send her. We'll send her up there and see what she can find out. And then she can bring some more beer back from the South Dakota. Yes, that'd that be good too. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh man, what did I? Oh, okay. I was like, what does this mean? I wrote a note and I didn't put enough information. <laughs> Peter Fuller, he owned or was the trainer for a horse named Dancer's Image. Okay. And this horse... A race horse. Yeah. And this horse won the Kentucky Derby, I think it was in 66 or 68. Okay. And the prize back then was $5,000. That's a lot of money back then. Three days later, they said, hey, guess what? Your horse has this drug in its bloodstream and you cannot have the prize. We're taking it back. Okay. And somebody else won the race. Okay. And the conspiracy theory around that is he was um, a big fan of Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. He was a big proponent. He did not. He was a um, progressive thinker mm-hmm. and uh, was very free to espouse those beliefs back in that time frame. Sure. And the people in charge did not like that. He did not. And so they basically staged this blood test to say that he did not win. And oh. so he wouldn't have that soapbox to talk about. Because back then in the, you know, in the 60s, even into the 80s, really, horse racing was a major thing. Yeah. Kind of like boxing. Like, yeah. Was something that had happened in the United States for like 100 years. So yep. that actually meant something back then. Like everybody knew, like at one point, everybody knew who the world champion was in mm-hmm. boxing, who's the heavyweight world champion, yep. right? And then who won the Kentucky Derby. Like right. for the longest time, that's yeah. that's true. Now I don't even. Now it's kind of watered down and yeah. to the fact where like boxing isn't really happening anymore yeah. too much. We only know about it because of Crawford being from Omaha. True. Uh, if that wasn't happening, we would probably not know anything about boxing. I don't think boxing. we would. No, not at all. So no. I thought that one was interesting. Um, Enoch Lincoln, he was Maine's, I think, sixth governor. He okay. was a poet and a lawmaker, and he decided where the where the capital of Maine was going to be, like the actual building and stuff. Okay. And then um, he died, like two years into office, and they put his body into the tomb. Yeah. And uh, in 1991, the government went in; they were going to clean it out, like um, power wash and do all that sort of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So they went inside. Dude's body wasn't in there. Oh. They have never found it. Oh. And there, and some so people are saying maybe. Um, he didn't die back then and mm. just didn't want to be in charge of the of the state anymore, so he, he left. Like about halfway through, death. he's like, nah, I don't want to do this he's anymore. Like, yeah, this is cramping my poet style. Right. I'm going to go to... Peace. I'm going yeah. to New Hampshire. Sure. Because, you know, 
in the mm-hmm. 1780s, you could probably yeah, do that pretty easily that. or whatever. Sure. Just disappear. So that was that one. Weird. Um, let me see. I think I have two more left. I tried to pick some weird ones. This one was interesting, and this one seems to be true, too. Okay. Um, the facts are true, and then there's the theory about why. I don't know. But there's a place in North Dakota called the Stanley R. Michelson Safeguard Complex. It's kind of like SAC a little bit. Okay. It was built um, to detect incoming missiles. Okay. So this is in the middle, kind of in the beginning, middle of the Cold War, yep. 75. So we are concerned that we're going to get hit, right? And that's, I think, why our thing is here. Absolutely. Um, the problem with this building is it cost about $500 million to make it. Ooh. Um, one of the main buildings, it looks like a pyramid that's not finished. So it has a square on the top and not mm-hmm. a point, yep. which looks like it's on the back of the dollar. Mm. And it opened on 10-1, so October 1st, 75. Mm-hmm. And it closed on October 2nd, 1975, because Congress was like, this costs a lot of money. We don't need to run this. Why are we doing this in North Dakota? No. So they closed it. Really? And it just sits there. And the theory is the people, that's that's where the Illuminati hang out. That's where they're at. Because the building looks like the one on the back of the dollar, and that's another sign of the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I mean... So that's where that that fuels that fire, I guess. And speaking of fueling the fire, this is the last one. Centralia, Pennsylvania. Okay. 1962. Picture it. There's a doorbell. Yeah. Come in. Let them in. Yep. Centralia, Pennsylvania. Yes. It's in uh, some um, coal mining area. Okay. In 1962, they have a landfill, and it's getting full. Yep. They're running out of space. What do they do? They light all the trash on fire. Oh. That's how you get rid of it. Sure. Burn it. It burns. Mm-hmm. But then the fire gets out of control. It spreads a little farther than they want it to. And then somehow it gets underground. The and fire it, gets underground. Yeah, and it lights the coal mine on fire. Okay. And that's in 1962. Yep. That fire is still burning today. And that's for real. I don't believe you. That is 100% for real. <laughs> it is still on fire because there's so much coal. Okay. It's still burning 50 years later. It's still on fire. They had to move the whole town <laughs> because the underneath the town was on fire. So it's been like some of it's been paved over, uh, but you can't live there. It's on fire. Sure. And the theory is because it was estimated back then to be like $400 million worth of coal. Yeah. Now they're saying it was like a couple billion dollars worth now. Jeez. That it isn't on fire. It wasn't to that extent. And they wanted to take that out, the government, instead of having actual mining companies and whatnot do it and make mm-hmm. profit. The government came in and said, you know what? We need this. We need mm. this coal. We take it. So it's just on fire. Yeah. You yeah. can't live here anymore because the mm. town's on fire. Yeah. So that's that caps my hmm. top, like, 20 Interesting. conspiracy theories. So what didn't I hit you with that you thought would be on there? Uh, yeah, you know, you stayed away from the more political ones, maybe the more uh, touchy ones. Yeah, from, that's what I was doing. recent history, which if we is totally were off fine. Mic, if we were off mic, I would, yes. I would have had those on the list. Which is completely fine. Some of these were more fun than others. Um, I, I love it how it's always the government. It's always yeah. it's always the man, Can't right? Can't trust the government, man. Always the man. Yeah. That's, it, you, you're scared of what you don't know about. I guess. That's exactly right. If you don't understand it, it's it's generally you're scared of it. And I didn't put any of the uh, UFO ones really. Mm. There was some besides Area 51, Bigfoot ones, mm. stuff like that. Okay, so do you believe in Bigfoot? Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, 
crypto zoology. Yeah. Do yeah. I believe in Bigfoot? Yeah. It's a loaded question. Okay. Yes. Okay. How's Sammy, that? Sammy, do you believe in Bigfoot? She no, no, she does not. Okay, so my wife will argue with me on this, mm-hmm. but we, me, Jenny, and Maddox were hiking in Rocky Mountain National Park, where just outside of Estes Park, where we like to go often, yeah. um, where there reportedly have been some sightings of Bigfoot, Yeti, okay, whatever, Sasquatch, Sasquatch, yeah. whatever. I heard one. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. this is not a sound you would hear in nature normally. We call it the Spooky Trail. Um, mm-hmm. I'll never hike the Spooky Trail again. Yeah, it's it was it was scary. Like all these weird dead trees, and it was kind of spooky anyway. Anyway, if you've ever watched the the Bigfoot shows, mm-hmm. like they make the knocking sound, yeah, you know, where they knock, take yeah. the wood and they just one knock. Mm-hmm. I heard that, mm. and there was nobody else there. Mm. It was it was towards dusk. We probably shouldn't have been hiking. We weren't prepared. We were just going to hike down, hike back, or whatever. Yeah. And as we're going through, just as clear as day, I heard wood on wood, one knock, just yeah. bam. And I, Jenny's like, no, that's a branch falling out of a tree. I'm like, there would have been more. It would have been like, bam, bam, bam. Crash. Right? It yeah, yeah, it would have crashed down. This yeah. is one wood on wood knock. It sounded like it was on purpose. Definitely you. on purpose. Yeah. I think I believe in the idea of it, like, the United States, for sure, and especially some of those remote areas, mm-hmm. like, haven't been totally explored, right? Right. And there's there's things in our fossil record that look kind of similar to what people say they see. Yep. I mean, some of the people that make these claims, same with UFO stuff. Yeah. Like, I get some of them are probably not all there, right? They're but interesting there's, there's characters, some, yeah. There were some, like, I was reading a little story and when I was doing the research for this. There was a UFO sighting in Virginia in the 70s, and it was like 10 police officers saw it. Hmm. And I, uh, that always kind of makes me, I don't know, I feel different ways about that, but they always feel like that's a good witness. A police officer is a good witness. Yeah, you would think so. Because they're trained to, like, you know, take note of stuff yeah. quickly. Like, they have to be able right. to do that. So, I don't know. I mean, there's people like that that make claims. There's there's people mm-hmm. that are out there looking for them all the time, and people always say, well, how come they've never found a body? That's a good question. That's a good question. Or bones. Yeah. But if you're actually in the forest and stuff dies and decomps so fast, mm-hmm. especially if they're in a place where you can't really get to. Right. I don't think you'd you'd find much. But no, I don't think so either. I don't know. It it definitely um, doesn't hurt my feelings um, to believe in it or not. But right. you know, I, I think it's kind of cool to think about it. Mm-hmm. Much like the um, you didn't touch on the the uh, World War II, like the uh, the fighter pilots that would see the UFOs. Like, yeah, like they have they have documented evidence. I mean, you've called evidence mm-hmm. of. Pilots are like, hey, I'm seeing this. I'm following this. It's moving erratically, whatever. I've never seen this before. We yeah. don't have this technology. What is this? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, those, enough of those stories happen. Mm-hmm. The movie The Fourth Kind. Oh, The Fourth, Fourth Kind. kind. Did you see that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I it, yes, mm-hmm. and so it's it's kind of one. It looks like it's made to be like a documentary mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh, okay. It's scary. I've always we're 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 topic adjacent right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this like some people love like horror movies and scary movies sure. and ghost stories. Like I love ghost stories. Right. Mm-hmm. The thing that scares me: alien stories. Really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's if anything's possible. I feel like it would be dumb for us to think we're the only ones in this entire universe, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. And so I always think like 
that's that's probably the most likely thing. Something else is out there. So right? aliens scare you more than a poltergeist. For sure. Really? For sure. No, I'm scared of ghosts. No. Yeah. I think I don't know. I think it's because I don't know why. I remember seeing a movie called A Fire in the Sky. Yes. As a kid. Me yep. and my friend Daryl went to see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And it's about an uh, alien abduction case. So the most uh, credible one that has ever been reported, right? as far as I understand, is if you, you want to believe that, If right? you want to believe that, yes. So it's like eight people saw it at one time, and mm-hmm. this guy gets abducted. Yeah. And then he shows up a couple days later, mm-hmm. and he's all messed up. And he's all screwed up. And there's a scene in that movie, spoilers from a 1989 yeah. alien movie, yeah. uh, where they, they're putting a needle in his eye. No. And I remember seeing that, and I was like, oh, my God, no. No, no. And then there was, like, a Mila Jovovich movie about aliens. Species? No. Mm. Is that who I'm thinking of? I don't know. Mila? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It was like a... It was kind of around the time of there was a movie, Kevin Bacon had one, and then I think uh, Randy... Is it Randy Quaid? One of the Quaid guys had one. Mm. was talking, like ghosts talking through radio signals like static and white noise it was around that same time frame um paranormal activity had just come out yeah yeah but there was a a movie like that but it was about aliens like this lady who was a um a hypnotherapist and people were talking about being abducted okay and uh giving their stories and so they would be like walking her through it or whatever and it was it looked a lot like a paranormal activity movie Hmm. i was like no i can't watch that Hmm. i want to now but I would be scared to watch it. That sounds a lot like the fourth kind. Mm, kind mm, of, yeah. could be. That could be one. Yeah. Might be it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Man, no, no thanks. So, see, I, I, I take aliens over ghosts any day. I don't mm. know. There's some weird. There's some. I, yeah. No. No. I. After uh, after the mics are off, I have an idea for us to we'll talk about. Sweet. So, All right, good. It's related to that. But here's this related to this. Mm-hmm. I really like this beer. I did too. I and I love it that that because of. Because of the name of one of their other beers, we had we got to talk about this. Like yeah. I think that's we go back to like if we were just sitting around drinking beers, what would we talk about? Mm-hmm. This is what we would talk about. You'd be like, "Hey, come over and this weekend we're gonna yeah. drink this beer called Conspiracy Theory." Yeah. And then we sit in your driveway and you talk about conspiracy yeah. theories. Or if, if you're at the bar, like yep. you know, like I remember as a kid going with my grandpa on Saturdays, he would go play cards mm-hmm. and I would go hang out, right? Yep. And I have a cell phone. There was no TV on in there. Like, yep. So this is how you like. Pass the time. You tell stories and talk. Yep. And that's that was what I was trying to get to today. I really like the color blue on this. It, it's a nice... Well, how would you describe that? Is um, that the same... Is that the color of the Texas blue bonnet flower? I'm guessing because it, is there is one on the can. That's way deeper than I... I was going to go just like baby blue, like a... I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I just like it. It's, it stands yeah. out very nice. I like their their uh, detail on the can and the... The font and the color choices Good, are very nice. clean Pilsner. Like, I, yeah, I could drink a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so untapped, 2,330 reviews. That's, so That's a lot. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Uh, give, me, give me your guess on the rating. Oh, boy. It's Pilsner. I think you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. Well, the way you said yeah, that's made it sound negative. Yeah. So I'm going to say people rated this a 3.28. 3.53. Oh. So I, I don't I don't know I, I expected it to be higher. I, I could see it. I mean, for me, I'm going to rank it higher than that. Yeah, but I that's usually about where I start on Untapped. Three I'm and a, a half. I'm, that's like if if it's drinkable. Okay. And I would consider having it again. It's a three five. Uh, okay. That's my baseline. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those guys that's oh it's a one. 
I've given a one before. I have two. It's been real terrible. Hey. When I have, but I've I was talking to somebody about it the other day. I have never done a drain pour. I've never poured a beer out in my life. Oh, never. I have. I even had one that we knew was sour and and on purpose bad. It was bad. <laughs> like the brewery said, this is bad. You should not drink this. Give us, give it back to us, and we'll give you money. Yeah. And we drank it I mean, anyway. Like we dollars. knew it before we opened it. Why did you do that? Just to say that we did. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't even know where to go after yeah. that. Yeah. Brian, don't drink this. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. You Why? don't tell me what to do. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> brewery who made this. Yeah. Who's going to give us a better beer and instead? And knows it's infected and will give us our money back with no questions? No, thanks. I'll eat this rancid <laughs> That's right. meat. No, 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 yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, Brian, we ain't going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. 